Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. I want to welcome you back to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we have the pleasure of speaking with leading agencies, technology partners, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, and most importantly, impact customer loyalty. Uh, loyalty Live allows for a deeper insight, a deeper uh, assessment of the state of customer loyalty as we often surface challenges that brands and marketers have with regard to customer loyalty. We speak to them on a daily basis. They're members of Loyalty 360, so we get a unique perspective on some of the challenges and opportunities uh, before uh, the customer loyalty industry. But it's also great to be able to take these challenges and opportunities back to some of the leading consultants, agencies, and technology providers in the industry to get their perspective. Uh, and today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Dennis Reardon. He is the head of loyalty solutions for MasterCard Data and Services of North America. How are you, Dennis? Oh, thank you. Well, Mark, how are you? Good, good, good. good. Sorry, nothing like uh, that. No, no problem. The, the, the pleasure of technology for sure. Um, we always like to start these off uh, on a more personal level, get an understanding of uh, the person we're speaking with. So we'd love to know a little bit more about you and what you do at MasterCard and maybe a fun fact about you. Uh, do you like to uh, you know, go scuba diving? Are you an extreme skier? Maybe what's a passion point of yours? <laughs> yeah, sure. So, so, um, so I, I look after our loyalty business here in North America at MasterCard so that um, my remit spans across um, both our card and non-card loyalty business. Um, so I have the pleasure of working with a great set of partners and customers and colleagues every day um, to improve people's experience with the world's leading brands. Um, and personally, I am an outdoors outdoorsman. I, you know, I, when I'm not working, I'm not caught inside the four walls of any of my house. Uh, so you can, you know, my, my distinct passion is racket sports. So I played, I played college tennis for Boston College, go Eagles. Um, and, uh, still play to this day to, uh, to the extent my, uh, my, my ailing joints allow. That's awesome. Uh, and for those who may not know, I'm sure everyone's familiar with MasterCard. They probably have one or two or three in their wallet, but, uh, for MasterCard data and services, can you tell us a little bit more about what you guys do and how you do it? Yeah, sure. Um, so, so MasterCard, um, MasterCard data and services is a subset of MasterCard that, um, really has a portfolio that is kind of uh, spans beyond the beyond the transaction. So we provide uh, customers across a pretty wide array of industries and geographies with a tailored portfolio of solutions to address um, a, a pretty wide set of pain points. And our in our portfolio is is broken into four main groups. Um, one piece of it is data and analytics. So it harnesses MasterCard's powerful analytics platforms that enable organizations to make better, faster, real-time decisions based on things like anonymized and aggregated transaction data and our own proprietary analysis. Uh, we've got MasterCard Advisors, who is a, a consulting team that's that works with our customers to uncover data-driven insights and, and also can be a part of actually the direct execution of, of, of things like marketing programs. Um, Loyalty Solutions, which is the piece I cover. So we um, were kind of a one-stop shop of, uh, you know, proprietary SaaS technologies, industry expertise, and a rich partner network um, that bring uh, a pretty broad and deep set of uh, verticalized insights uh, to our to our clients. And 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 then finally, managed services um, that help customers achieve in-market results that, um, you know, that help customers deploy data. 
uh, and expertise to delivered uh, to deliver marketing campaigns and engage consumers and drive ROI. So, um, specifically with loyalty, um, you know, we uh, our our main focus is to make sure that um, you know that the organizations who need help designing the best, you know, the best in class loyalty program for their vertical, get the help they need and the platforms to execute with, with the strategy. Okay, great. When you look at uh, the loyalty expo, you uh, gave a great presentation on the intersection of loyalty CRM and transactional insights. Can you tell us a little bit about the presentation and maybe a few key takeaways that attendees received uh, from the presentation? Yeah, sure. So, um, so the, the presentation really centered around a few key, uh, you know, kind of around this dilemma of, of how to create winning loyalty programs um, by, leveraging, um, by leveraging the vast amount of customer data that, that may be available both in-house for a lot of our customers and partners, but also the, the information about those customers that exists outside of their four walls. So the, 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 the thematic that I, I centered the presentation around was the notion that, you know, there's a high, very high percentage of companies that have a loyalty program today. Um, but there's a very low percentage of, of those loyalty programs that are met with the level of satisfaction that the, the, the loyalty program was intended to deliver and an even lower engagement rate of people who actually interact with those, with those programs on a daily basis. So the, the intent of the, the presentation was to really capture uh, number one, what, what is it that are holding people back, um, whether it be the inability to rapidly act on commonly uh, available customer data, um, obviously kind of the, the endless sea of, of, of MarTech that's out there and how to, pe- how to, how to piece that together, um, or even anything like the organizational inertia or the industry regulations that are really challenging to, uh, to, to contend with. And so what we did was we, I sought to walk clients through some approaches that we've used with some of our best customers uh, to, to help them navigate around some of those challenges and, and deliver the outcomes that they want. Okay. And you lead both the, the U.S. and the Canadian markets uh, MasterCard efforts uh, around tender neutral and card uh, loyalty products as well as services. I know it includes a broad range of SaaS services. You talked about the loyalty strategy and customer experience consulting you have with MasterCard advisors, and you also uh, work with delivery and other client success uh, efforts. Can you tell us more about those services and how they help you assist the, the clients of MasterCard? And, and, and for those who may not know, you know, who are the clients of MasterCard? Sure. Um, it's probably easier to answer who, who, who are not clients of MasterCard in one, one form or fashion. So we, um, we certainly work with a lot of the world's leading brands. Um, but just to give you, I think your first question, Mark, was what, what are the solutions that, that comprise our, you know, our portfolio? And so I think um, at a high level, but, you know, kind of by the numbers, we've got a thousand plus loyalty professionals uh, to put to work on, on programs, right? We're actually like, not not as widely known, but we're we're one of the largest loyalty loyalty um, uh, agencies, if you will, in the world. Uh, we've got more than three hundred and fifty billion points under management. Uh, we've we've executed on more than four hundred plus customer pro, uh, custom programs for our clients that span across um, both card and non card. And from a from a from a functionality perspective, um, we can bring. Number one, the ability to identify what the opportunity is um, by looking at the the trans, you know the transaction insights that flow through the Mastercard Rails on a, a day by day, second by second basis, yeah, um, sure. as well as leverage those insights to then drive 
then drive the right outcomes and, and the right tactics to personalize experiences for customers. So in a nutshell, it's, it's a set of SaaS platforms. It's a set of consulting uh, and a vast amount of data brought to like kind of smashed together uh, in, in very bespoke ways for, you know, for our clients. Okay. Uh, and you mentioned technology. Technology is very important in, around customer loyalty, but the services, the consulting, the insights, you know, creating unique strategies are very important for brands as customer loyalty is more important than ever before. You know, how do you help them make smarter decisions with their data, uh, with the insight that you have to, you know, impact or affect better outcomes for their customer loyalty efforts? So I, th- I think the, the short answer is we, uh, we use a number of different um, what we call playbooks. Um, and we, we obviously deploy things like human-centered design that really seek to put the customer at the center of, center of any strategy that we come up with. Um, and you know, we, our philosophy is that the first step towards, towards excellence is, is, uh, is a reality check. It's figuring out where you are from an organizational readiness perspective. Um, so we have the ability to categorize customers based on um, levels of maturity, degree of engagement, degree of understanding about their customer, and then based on what category or micro category they fall in, fall into, um, we then have a very bespoke playlist uh, uh, playbook um, that that looks at you know how are they doing from a uh, automation perspective? How are like are they leveraging analytics? Is their customer data federated? Um, you know, are there, are there marketing teams doing kind of, you know, spray and pray approaches to the way they market to their customers, or is it very bespoke and individualized? Okay. When you look at technology, uh, you know, we have an analyst process. We assess different technologies. We do a lot of work when brands are looking for the right technology, but it's a huge challenge for brands when they're looking to implement a successful customer loyalty or CRM process. You know, how do you address some of those challenges? You know, there's APIs, there's uh, integration with the point of sale, there's getting first party, zero party, third party data. How do you help them create efficacy uh, with some of the technology challenges that are out there today? Yeah, I, th- I think it. I think it's um, it starts with creating like putting outcomes first. So if if you start with the technology, then it's it 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 can sometimes become. Uh, uh, the, the, the notion of a bad golfer with really good golf clubs versus, um, you know, if you look at the outcomes that an organization wants to drive at the outset, right, and, and design a strategy and design the technology around those outcomes, um, everybody gets aligned from, from, the, from the jump. And there's, not, there's no misunderstanding when you get farther along in a, pro, in a, in a project um, or an activation and, or a launch of a program there's there's no misunderstanding about what the outcome you know the outcomes are if they're defined at the very beginning. So so our philosophy is, um, you know, with the rise of the API economy and and just kind of democratized ability to integrate platforms together and get them to sing in harmony with one another, um, like we do all the time with our partners at Adobe and Salesforce and others. Um, it really comes down to okay, what are you trying to achieve as an organization? Are you trying to reduce churn? Are you trying to um, get your traveler to book a visit through uh, di- through a direct channel versus an OTA? Um, are you trying to um, increase the average basket size if you're a retailer? So I think defining what those outcomes are at the outset will really help steer the variety of technology decisions that um, come with evaluating technology. Because 
you know, Mark, I'm sure as you know, it's it's a bit of an alphabet soup when it comes to you know CDPs and ESPs and and the like. Absolutely. Yeah, it can be very challenging. Um, and, and then we have something called the logo jungle. And when you run an RFI RFP, uh, which we help brands do, you'll see a, a number of clients that uh, some of the providers will bring up and uh, it could be a Dick Sporting Goods or a Giant Eagle. And, and we know those guys very well from members. I'm like, are you sure you run uh, Dick's program? Oh, maybe we don't run their program, but we did a, a short uh, program with them in uh, 20, you know, 18. So it makes it yep. very difficult for brands to find uh, the, the actual provider that does what they say they do. That's right. Uh, so can you give an example of how MasterCard has helped a client improve their brand or customer loyalty program? Sure. Yeah. So we had a, um, we have a retail brand, uh, in North America that, um, well-known fashion retailer, four or five logos under their, their top level umbrella. Um, and they had a very siloed approach to loyalty depending upon, um, which brand you were talking to. There was a lot of organizational dynamics between those brands. And they came to us and they said, we've got an existing program. It's, 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 it's beginning to show its age. It is underperforming. We're starting to become more aware of the metrics around it. And we need some help, both from a, a technology stack and a strategy perspective to relaunch the program and help us think about how we incorporate the multiple brands that fall under that umbrella. And what we did was we we began by mapping out we 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 did a loyalty uh, program diagnostic. So we we started off by diagnosing the state of their current loyalty programs um, across their different brands, and then uh, in parallel, we actually you know they were they were in the process of evaluating a CDP as well as a loyalty platform. Uh, we happen to have a an alliance with that particular CDP um, as we do with most CDPs. Um, and we were, we were able to quickly uh, create a reference architecture for how the technology could look, but we swiveled back to the strategy very quickly as well. And we, you know, since then we've redesigned their program to make it, um, you know, kind of universal across those different brands. We've brought them through activation and launch. They're now, they just went live with our, our loyalty platform on two of those four brands in the last three months. Um, and we're actually helping them on the back end uh, with marketing execution because unfortunately this particular brand had uh, had some downsizing that took place during COVID. So they needed some help with, you know, outsource campaign campaign management, you know, loyalty loyalty program performance management. So we do, we designed delivered the program. We're the tech running the program, and we're actually the boots on the ground writing the loyalty business rules that are creating the automation that actually runs the program day to day. And helping design the campaigns. Okay, great. Personalization is a, a, a huge area for uh, brands with regard to customer loyalty. You know, the right message, right content, right channel, uh, but also being able to do it in a simple and measurable manner. What are the challenges or opportunities you see with regard to personalization and in, in, in customer loyalty? Yeah, so so it's it's a spectrum. I think um, people are at a variety of different places in their journey. Right. And I think that the uh, those who tackle it the right way try not to bite off more than they can chew at the outset. So um, the ones that we see working well are the ones that have a kind of a stark realization of where they are in the process. So, you know, maybe they have a sense for they, where they want to get to. They know what their blind spots are, um, but they're not trying to get there overnight. Right. Maybe right. it's maybe it is a 
a phased approach. So I think that, um, you know, generally the, the ones that are more challenged are the ones that have unrealistic expectations of, Hey, I want, you know, I I'm a retailer and, and it's the fall and I want to launch a new program by January. Well, have you, have you thought about the code freezes that take place from a technology perspective? Have you thought about the organizational dynamics to launch that program? So I think, um, you know, making sure that, that, that you, number one, understand what personalization means to your organization and how you want to deliver it at scale really matters. Um, and then obviously realizing that there are things that come before personalization. There's advanced segmentation. Um, there's, um, you know, there, there's a couple steps along the way that get you to full-blown audience of one level personalization. And those who, you know, embrace the fact that it's a journey as opposed to uh, point A to point B are the ones that usually overcome overcome the hurdles. Okay, great. And then the last question uh, we have is, uh, there's a great deal of discussion around customers changing, how COVID may have impact that, uh, impacted that or even accelerated some of the changes. You know, what do you see as some of the ways that customers are changing and, and how does MasterCard help the brands you work with from a customer loyalty perspective adapt to those changes? Yeah, so we we often engage, as you might suspect, with a lot of our co-brand partners. So people who have a card in market with us. And what we often see is that many of those, those co-brand partners of ours also have a, uh, a non-card loyalty program. And so what, what we're seeing a big, a big trend around is, is how do I link my non-card loyalty program and create a feeder system for my card program? Um, if that's if if ultimately that's that's the goal, or it's how do I get those two programs to work in harmony with one another? And back to the what I spoke to on outcomes, it's all right if you know if I've identified a set of outcomes and I've and I've got uh, a, you know a loyalty construct in place. How do I get the you know a, a card and non-card program to work in harmony with one another? Or how do I how do I turbo boost my existing uh, you, you know uh, tender neutral or non-card program? Okay, great. And when you look at uh, customer loyalty, what's the next big thing for customer loyalty? Um, I wish I, I wish there was only one thing. I'll tell you. I, you know, I had a great time down at your conference, Mark. And 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 the one thing that I I you know a lot of people are approached our our booth with some really interesting ideas around um, around the types of currency that's being put into place from a loyalty perspective. So. Being able to reward not just in 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 the currency of tiers or dollars, um, but we're hearing a lot of interesting things. And some of my peers were texting me while I, while I was in Charlotte. A lot of my peers were out at Money Twenty Twenty uh, in Vegas, and I and I heard a lot of uh, chatter around uh, ideas like um, crypto as a currency for loyalty, or um, you know slices of that company's stock as a currency for driving loyalty. So I think diversity of 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 loyalty currency is one thing. And then in certain verticals, this whole notion of, of um, points fungibility is, you know, is just, is just becoming more of a hot topic, specifically in travel, but, but we're seeing it as, as we expand across multiple verticals. Okay, great. Well, Dennis, thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us today. It was uh, great to know a little bit more about you. And also, uh, you know, it was a great uh, overview of some things that MasterCard is doing in the customer loyalty and customer experience space. Uh, very holistic and very unique in your approach. So thank you very much for taking the time to educate us uh, around uh, that offering. It's great to know. Always a pleasure, Mark. Thanks for the time. 
Absolutely. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you join us back next week. And I think we're going to have Basement Market Research. Uh, thank you, everyone. Have a wonderful day and look forward to talking to you soon. Thanks. <laughs>